Welcome back to another podcast, Prep Rally, the podcast. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Rick Fires and Paul Boyd. And, of course, we are all with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. It is a Wednesday afternoon. Rick, you got the calendar handy. I think it's September 23rd, but it feels like it's September 23rd, 1918 is what it feels like. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we can get into that, some of that. But, uh, yeah, just all, it's day-to-day, week-to-week. Hour-to-hour. Hour-to-hour, yeah, I'm absolutely. Telling you, I'm telling you. And we're joined now by Jody Grant, the football coach over at Bentonville. Coach, how you doing on this Wednesday? I'm doing good. I appreciate you guys having me on. Are you guys still playing? Yes, we're <laughs> what, playing. What time That's is right. it? As of right. It's 1.21, <laughs> Coach. You guys are still playing. Wow. Yeah, coach, I'm, coach, I'm all, I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. If you, I mean, this is just crazy. It's you know, yeah, I'm, I'm almost scared to answer my phone when it rings. I'm afraid I'm getting a phone call about another kid getting quarantined. I'm telling it's you, it's a crazy time. I'm telling you, Coach. I'm uh, Coach Grant. I know. You know, we all expected that. You know, that there was going to be some bumps in the road, and so you know, really, no one should be surprised. Um, you know that that this is happening. The, you know, we're happy that games are being played, but no one should be surprised. I guess when a game is is canceled. Yeah, you know, it's still such a new thing for any of us because we're just not used to this happening. Um, and especially when you see some of the things that you're seeing happening where you see uh, a team shut down on a Monday or, and then, they, and then the team that they were supposed to play finds another opponent. And just it's amazing how all that's working and, and happening. Uh, so, so different for us. But, um, you know, as of right now, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that we're as a, as a state, as a whole, we're still playing. And the Arts Collective Association is not, you know, getting super involved yes, in sir. any of this and just letting – letting schools make decisions and move from there. Yes, sir. Joey, what what do you tell your kids at the end of practice every day or like maybe on a Friday night when you get done with the game? What what are you what what are you telling them, you know, to do or not to do? Well, as crazy as this sounds, is I tell them to treat everybody as if they have the virus. Cuz if you know somebody has the virus, you, you know, if me and you know somebody has the virus, we're not going to go around them. Right. We know they have it. And so uh, I just tell them I said as crazy as that sounds, you know, just if you're intentional about staying away from people and not going at, you know, the thing that you deal with with high school kids is socially they want to get in a car together and sure. go hang out and do things. And, um, you know, and, and, and they're doing that. And you can't control that necessarily as a coach. But uh, the more they hear, you know, how, you know, they you know, when they see these other schools that are not playing, it opens their eyes to that. So, you know, that's why I told them yesterday. I said, you've got from now until until Friday, you've got to to treat everybody as if they have it. And, and what, you know, we talk about all the time, washing your hands and we wear a mask and do all the things like that. But it's, it's a, it's new territory for all of us. I think for the most part, you know, we, we're doing a pretty good job. I mean, you can only do so much. You can only control so much, right. but right. you know, it is, it's, it's, it's here and we just got to kind of fight through it. It's that kind of, Jody is kind of that catch 22. You want the kids to be able to play, you want them to be able to do the things that you know that they've always done, and, and and you don't want to take that away from them. But by the same token, the onus is really on the kids. This is on them, and they're the ones who have to really monitor where that what they do in their away time. And what I what I say, mean by away time is when they're not with the coaches that can control the situation. The onus is on these kids to to watch who they hang out with and 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 that kind of thing. And uh, Jody, it's like, like you said, they're kids, and, and kids are going to do kid things. That's exactly right. I tell people a lot of times. I said I, I believe these kids are the safest when they're with us because you know we're we're requiring them to, to separate, be socially distant, wear their mask, and do everything. 
and, and, and they're listening because this football game's important to Correct. These games are important to them. Correct. So they're the safest when they're with us. Sure, absolutely they are. Hey, Coach, uh, this is Rick Fires. Hey, congratulations on your, your start. My goodness, 3-0, and uh, this is a hell of a schedule, too. Conway, you go up to and Rockhurst, which has won more state championships than anybody in the state of Missouri, and then you go back up to uh, Kansas City metro area again and take down Mill Valley, defending five state champions. So you really got to be pleased with your kids uh, starting off 3-0, and and two of them was on the road. Yeah, yeah, we, you know, we've, uh, we've had a really tough schedule, but, you know, we like that. We, we talked to our kids about, you know, playing a schedule like this is, is what's going to prepare us for the 7A West and uh, that run that we make. But, you know, we've played three really good football teams, and uh, we've been on the bus ride for all of them, and so we're, we get to have our first home game this Friday night. We're excited about that, but uh, these kids were resilient throughout this process, and uh, the, the competition has been great. Hey, Coach, as a native Arkansan, the first thing I do, I look up during non-conference, I look and see how the Arkansas teams do against Texas, which is maybe either first or second as far as high school football, then Oklahoma against Missouri. And I, I know it's probably unfair, but every time I look, I say, how'd Bentonville do? How'd Bentonville do? And then I always enjoy it when Arkansas teams take down out-of-state teams. Is that something you guys also carry with you, or you only think about something like that? No, no, we talk about it. We talk about representing the state when we're playing an out-of-state team. That's it's one of the very few times you get, uh, you know, multiple people that usually want to see you lose pull for you. And, uh, you know, you get you gain a little bit more fan base there. And so it was fun. This past weekend was fun for the state of Arkansas. If you're an Arkansas high school football fan, yeah. to see what we did and to see what uh, Bryant did and to see what Plastic Academy did, and I'm sure there's some more that beat yeah. out-of-state teams. Uh, that's, that's great for, for the, you know, just the – reputation or the how we're viewed as a, as a football state. Now, Jody, uh, Henry Apple sent me a little clip that just made my heart so happy. Uh, for, for the, the the Bash brothers breaking through and, and getting that block punt last week um, against Mill Valley. Um, we had them on you know, a few weeks ago, we, uh, Cole Joyce and Keegan Steinspring. But, but Jody, talk about, talk about those two young men and, and what they mean to the Bentonville Tiger program. Well, those two are special, special kids and special to our program. Actually, we were talking to our coaches yesterday. Some of us were talking about how fortunate and almost fooled we've been to have those two. Uh, you know, that's going on their third year, and you know they've, they've, uh, you know they started when they were babies. You know, for us, and have have just grown, and they know what the, our expectations of them are, and they embrace that. Their leadership is phenomenal. Um, so yeah, we're 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 lucky to have them, and and obviously they're phenomenal football players they work really well together um and you know i argue with with anybody that those are probably the best two compare linebackers there is in the state coach i don't think you have to argue much on that I, that that'd be that'd be a real quick art that's like arguing with my wife about stuff that'd be a real quick argument it, it wouldn't <laughs> take long coach something i i, I thought I, I really uh i got a kick out of too was i went up there the night that you guys scrimmaged harbor and uh, the, your JV kids, you know, were out there first, you know, scrimmaging. And, and when they got done, they were going back to the field house. And, and uh, uh, Steinspring was out there just, you know, high-fiving all the JV kids and, and that kind of thing. And that, you know, that, that coach, those things that players do that when nobody's watching, those are the things that, that, that you know, that you can see, see things like that, then you know what kind of leader you have on your football team. Yeah, he's a great leader. He's an emotional leader. He plays with emotion. He, you know, he leads us in practice. Um, you know, kids rally around him. Uh, you know, same thing. You know, Cole's a little bit different. He's more of a just a high energy, high effort guy that's gonna play play his 
tail off each and every snap, even in practice. And, you know, Keegan's more of a vocal, emotional type guy. And with those two together, it's, uh, it's, they do really, really good. They're the Bash brothers. That's right. <laughs> Jody, hey, I know you got a lot of work to do, Harbor and everything. You got some conference games. But I guess with everything going on, the AAA decided all the 7A schools are going to get in the playoff. Are you okay with that, especially with uh, um, everything that's been brought on by COVID? Well, I'm never a fan of everybody getting in the playoffs. I think that's something you have to earn. But under the, circum- under the circumstances, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, okay, I get it under these circumstances because I don't want to be the one to figure out the formula to seed teams that – uh, only play four conference games when everybody else plays seven and stuff like that. But, no, I'm not an advocate for everybody in the playoffs. I think when you have an 0-10 football team going to play in the playoffs, uh, the truth is this. They they need to be putting up their helmet and shoulder pads and getting ready for next year, as, as brutal as that sounds. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm more of an advocate for, you know, earning that. Earning that. And, um, you know, this year it's going to get interesting. And I, and I don't know all the details, but you think about if a team – if a team misses two or three conference games, um, you know, if that team played those games, they probably could be a two or three seed. Well, you're going to have what would normally be a two or three seed be down there in a four or five, six range. And so it it really, (laughs) it really makes winning a conference or being a high seed uh, less valuable than it would in years past. And that's going to make some playoff brackets really interesting. It will. Jody, it's a, well, uh, let's see. It's one thirty right now, so your game with Harbor still on, uh, as far as we know. Are you keeping kind of a you know kind of a, a notepad or a, or a speed dial in your back pocket, you know, with other schools just in case, you know, like you know you got a speed dial with with you know with Northside or whatever in case you know something happens where you know games are canceled because it it's kind of you know you had the what was it Southside was able to hurriedly scramble and get a game with Texarkana. You know, Friday night, and it's it's uh, it's 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 kind of fun in a way, seeing how these teams are scrambling. You know, trying to find opponents, but then I know as a coach, it can't be fun. fun not getting, not trying to game plan. <laughs> hey, you watch yeah. a film on another team on Monday, and then you get a call on Tuesday when they say, "Hey, forget that. Everything we looked at on film, we got to go another." Especially if, what if you go from like a spread team to kind of a wing T yeah. team? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, 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 yes, to answer your, I've been, I've, I've kind of helped some coaches through this process, you know, helping them get matched up and do some different things. So I'm in the loop a little bit on that, but yeah. So I always try to keep an idea of who's, you know, if, if that happens to us and, you know, I don't want to, you no know, coach wants to call his staff in and say, Hey, you know, we're working late tonight. Cause yeah. I know we've got a game plan for this team, but now we got two days to prepare for this team, but we would do that for our kids to play. Sure. That's what's, yeah. that's what's about. We would do it. Uh, and, and the good thing is you don't, you don't gain a competitive advantage because whoever you're, you know, playing impromptu you know, in an impromptu manner, they're having to do the same thing exactly. you are. They're, they're, so, uh, you know, th- these teams scramble around to, to figure out opponents, and I think that's going to continue to happen. And, and it, you know, it's kind of interesting. You'll, you, you know, it's like us with Mill Valley. We didn't know we were playing them until three weeks before we played them, but I can't imagine only finding out two or three days before. Exactly. That'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Paul Boyd here, Jody, uh, and you, what you said about two or three days. Well, now Greenwood's done that now twice. Twi- now twice. Yeah. And I had a visit mm-hmm. with, with Chris Young yesterday, and he was saying just, you know, lauding his staff about how hardworking, and now they've had to do what you just got through saying two different times. You know, they've worked all weekend 
game planning for one opponent and then come Monday slash Tuesday, okay guys, throw that all away. We're gonna do we're gonna do something different. <laughs> and you know, and he just he couldn't have been more complimentary of his staff, the hard work. And you just got through what he you just got through saying is what he echoed as well as he's like, We got some guys who are so dedicated to these kids to give them that opportunity, you know, in this situation. Yeah, and that's exactly right. That's what I love about just overall coaches in general is, you know, you do this profession for kids. I mean, you do you love the game, but you do it for kids. And, you lo- you know, one of the most important things to the Arkansas High, High School Coaches Association was they were just fighting throughout that whole quarantine before the governor made the decision, just give these kids the opportunity to play because right. you know how valuable it is uh, and how much, you know, it would would have affected them if they didn't play. So we got to continue to fight for games for these kids as long as we can, and just do everything we can to keep them, giving them the opportunity to play. Good deal. Well, Jody, it's one thirty three now Wednesday. You guys are still playing Harbor. That's right. So far, so good. <laughs> at home, home. At home. You guys don't have to get on the bus. What's that like being at home finally? Exactly. I don't doubt. Exactly. Yeah. I know you got some game planning to do. And, Coach, I hope it's all not for naught. I, I want you guys to play Harbor Friday, and I don't want there to be any more bumps in the road. But I'll tell you what, I know coaches can roll with the flow. It's fluid. It's fluid for everybody. Like Jody said, it's fluid for everybody. And, again, Jody Grant, congratulations on you guys being off to a 3-0 and start. And good luck to you guys on Friday night. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good deal. So that was Jody Grant, the football coach of the 3-0 and Bentonville High Black and Gold Tigers, just like my tat on my arm says. The pride of Arkansas. A, this is my Malakoff Tiger uh, tat on my arm. But, uh, and we're also black cat. and gold, and we also bleed up. We bleed it. So, uh, <laughs> guys, it's, it's um, you know, we talk about the coaches and preparing for, for – for uh, for games that, that get pulled, we're having to do the same thing. We're we've had to revamp our, you know, our capsules, our game coverage, our f- photo assignments, and things like that. Uh, you know, to try to, uh, you know, cover games that are actually going to be. I played. deleted about thirty inches of, uh, of copy of copy. Today. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. very good, but probably need to be deleted. But anyway, yeah, well, we're starting over too. Wow. So it's uh, you know, again, no surprise. Uh, you don't want it to happen, but you shouldn't be surprised when it happens because. Ultimately, safety is number one. Yep. And uh, so we are rolling now into what should be the week of conference openers for every team in the state. Unfortunately, it won't be a conference opener. Paul, a couple of these teams, Rogers is not going to have a conference opener now for three weeks. Yes, yeah, they've they've already said that that, that they have they have already canceled not just Friday but also ne- the the next Friday against Fayetteville. So both of those games have been well, and, and Fayetteville's hit by the same thing too. Correct. Because Fayetteville was supposed to play Bentonville West uh, Friday night. That right. game has been canceled. Now Fayetteville already knows its game with Rogers going to be canceled. So, so, so this is two oh weeks at Fayetteville. We know they won't have a game. Yep, and absolutely. they were off, and so that'd be three weeks. That'd be three weeks yeah. without a game. So the, it's a domino wow. effect because when when Rogers uh, cancels its game with Southside, that means Southside has an open date. Then Rogers's game with Fayetteville means Fayetteville won't have an open date. Fayetteville's game with Bentonville West means West has an open date this week, and I don't know who they're matched up with next week. But so it's a domino effect when when you when you cancel two weeks ahead of time. It's when it's when it's one week ahead of time. It's one thing. But when it's two weeks ahead of time, boy, then you got the big ripple yeah. and domino effect. Yeah. And uh, but again, you know, these coaches that have been able to roll with this, and and uh, and it's like Jody Grant said, it's it's for the kids. It, this is if you don't see that this is all for the kids, then you somebody must have you know blacked both your eyes because mm-hmm. because that's all this is for. 
and, and you know that we've had the same issue in volleyball. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we've that had, was going to be we've my got, Yeah, yes. we've had we we've got three teams in the six A West that are down this week that aren't playing aren't playing at all. Three. Paul, Paul had a story uh, in the Wednesday Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette about Southern. how volleyball's yep. been impacted, and of course Paul Paul's story mentions what volleyball is able to do. They're going to have a conference tournament for the first time. I guess ever for yeah. the largest at, at that level, at that yeah. level, six A. Um, so they're going to have a conference tournament. So um, we know for sure that Rogers and Bentonville have will have played four less matches than anybody. Correct. Some schools will have played three less or two yeah, less. Yeah, right. Uh, probably nobody's going to have played fewer Pro- more uh, fewer uh, than two. Unless unless we have you know yeah, unless we have more. Yeah. Unless right, we have more. Right. Uh, but but two everybody's going to have missed at least Correct. two. Yeah. But the good thing about volleyball is you can have a conference tournament, and and even though not all coaches, Paul, you and I have talked about this, are maybe on board with this, other than flipping a coin, I don't know any other way you could do it, and certainly they don't want to flip a coin. It's correct. Yeah. It's the it's the fairest. You know, I had a visit with Nick Lasker, the the activities association, yesterday as well, and he said, you know, when the board voted for to put in these measures because of COVID. That they felt like that was the fairest way, and I and I agree. Uh, absolutely, I, I agree. You know, something else that that uh, that uh, Bentonville coach uh, Michelle Smith and I had a, had a, a talk about. You know, and she's saying, you know, the the really hard thing is having to tell these kids that they're going to miss games simply because of where they sit in a classroom. Right. It, it, they they haven't gone to a cookout. They haven't gone to done anything to put themselves in jeopardy except come to school and through contact tracing uh, and because of where they sit in a classroom she's right and and it's terrible yeah but but it's where we are and and i mean she she's not saying that that it's it's wrong it's just it's just awful for the kids that that you you have to explain that hey these are these are this is where we are now and it's what we have to deal with paul i haven't kept up with the 6a central rick i don't know if you have in volleyball but are they having the same issues in the central they have not to my knowledge they have not well today south southwest you know this week we had southwest and north side had one canceled because of uh, a, a positive test okay. with with Southwest. Okay. okay. So that this week is the, the the one is the only one I know of to this point in okay. the six A Central. So what they're going to do in the six A West for those of you who I can't, can't believe they didn't read Paul's story, but if you didn't, if somehow you missed it, um, the six A West volleyball has been impacted more than any sport. Yes. Uh, by COVID, and Bentonville West and Rogers High were the two most affected by it, and they canceled matches for two straight weeks, which means they each canceled four matches. Now, when you cancel a match for COVID, it is a no contest. It is not a forfeit. It's not, it, it just goes down as a no game, as if it were never scheduled. So they're going to – those two schools for sure are missing four matches. We, we know that, Fay, uh, that Fayetteville – no, Harbor had the same situation. Harbor canceled a whole week. So two matches that they lost – uh, and I don't know if they were supposed to have played a Rogers or a or a uh, a West in that in that in time that frame, interim. but if they did, that would have added another match or two. Right. So Fayette, so so Harbor down at least two and maybe more, and then any of those teams that were scheduled in there also down matches. So the only way, the only in reality fair way that they can get the seating for the six A state volleyball tournament is to hold a conference tournament at the end of the season and play for those seeds. 
I can't think of any other fair way to do it. You uh, decide, decided on the court. Decided on the court. That's right. So that's how they're going to decide the seating for the 6A West going into the 6A state tournament, which will be in October. Yes. Um, smaller schools, Paul, haven't noticed a lot of cancellations no, no, or anything there for, no. for volleyball. So Not at this point. They've, uh, knock on wood, they've, they've been pretty good about it. And, of course, tennis and golf – got started back in the summer, and there, to my knowledge, haven't had any hiccups or anything there. Rick, have you heard of anything? No, and, you know, you can see why. You can go – I've covered a couple of golf tournaments. They're real good about keeping the kids' distance, and, you know, they don't touch the flagpole. Um, they don't congregate. You know, usually at their golf tournament, they'll be there looking at the big board, but as soon as the kids turn in their little scorecard, they're encouraged to take off. So uh, kind of different. It's not a contact sport. But, no, I haven't heard any kind of problem with golf or, or tennis, and they're getting ready to move into postseason play. They are. Uh, we had a story uh, in, in Tuesday's uh, – I'm sorry, today's, Wednesday's, uh, North Los Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Farmington boys and girls both won their conference tournament. Their girls – girls' state golf tournament is, is uh, next is Coming next week. Up. Yeah, yes. next week. Um, for all girls, all classifications. Boys is a couple of weeks. It's the first week of October. Um, so congratulations to Randy Osis, not only a great softball coach, yep. but a great golf coach as well. Um, so he they got the conference championship, and they'll be going to state, uh, girls and boys. So we'll have that. And then cross country, and, and we were talking about this last week, and we were unaware – uh, that although the Chili Pepper Festival, Cross Country Festival, at the University of Arkansas that they hold every year, it's a big meet, um, teams from all across the Southwest uh, come to compete in it, will not have a college division this year. It will only be a high school division because of COVID-19. Well, and the high school division will only have teams from Washington, Benton, and Carroll County so there only. there you go. There you go. They're so limiting the numbers. Yeah, greatly reduced there. Um, but we've had several cross-country meets already. Shallow Christian hosted the first one of the year. Uh, I know Rogers competed in one over the weekend. Uh, in, at Ozark, oh, at the University of the Ozarks. Ozarks, yeah, right. Uh, Asylum Springs hosted cross-country last weekend. We'll have the Chili Pepper coming up. And, of course, they will all be moving on uh, uh, cross-country. Conference uh, races will be in October. And then the state cross-country meet will be at Hot Springs at Oklahoma Park again like it has been for as far as I can remember. Two two days instead of one. Two days, right. So this year it will be run on Thursday and Friday instead of all day on Saturday, and that is to uh, disperse the crowds so that uh, parents can come watch these kids run um, and kind of clear out that kind of thing. So Thursday, I don't know what how they're doing it. Smaller schools on Thursday and larger. I don't know how they're doing that. I didn't see the schedule, uh, but we know that they're doing it over two days. And even though chili paper going to be greatly reduced – just uh, the three counties right there, there's some quality cross-country oh, yeah. teams some outstanding. in that field. Oh, yeah, there'll absolutely. be some outstanding runners absolutely. competing there. Um, so fall sports are uh, moving through. Um, we're, we're, we're fighting through the speed bumps. Um, we're, we're changing game plans on the fly. We're, we're changing uh, you know, newspaper articles on the fly and, yeah. and, uh, we're, because we're all in this together. Absolutely. You know, talking to coaches, administrators, I mean, I, that's the common theme, I think, for everybody. 
we're trying to figure out a way to see that the kids get their chance to compete. Exactly. Whatever that, whatever that is. Now, also, Paul, I noticed uh, today um, on might have been Facebook or Twitter that now schools are able to finalize their basketball schedules. Paul, they kind of give us a little update there because the AAA issued a, a new guideline and protocol for basketball last week. That's correct. No, uh, no tournaments. So no tournaments no in, at all. No invitationals. No showcases. None of none of that. No classics. Where multiple teams. Nope. nope. Nor out of state, in state or out of state, and that's left some people scrambling to fill those dates. And you know, six or eight dates, but. Uh, I'd visited with a few coaches over the past several days, and I think you and I have discussed this before. They kind of saw this coming. They with, did. With how, you know, they had talked about with volleyball. Vo- well, they did the same with volleyball. Yeah. Texas I, they did this a long time ago. They said no tournaments. They, they, yes. Know, and I, when they first did it, I'm like, well, how can you make that decision? In so like, quickly. It's like in July they yeah, made that Yeah, decision. it was very early. Yeah. It was very early. Yeah. But, but yes, they did that. And, but some of these coaches – they said, you know, they told me, hey, we kind of saw this, I think, and some of them already have some verbal agreements. He said, you know, we've, we've made some we, – we've, I think we've found, you know, five or six. You know, most of the people I've talked to had like six or eight dates that they were going to have to fill. That's quite a few. Yeah. Now, what this is going to do, uh, if, you're a, if you're a fan of high school basketball, what, it, it, actually this is kind of good news for you, really, if you're a real fan of high school basketball because instead of these teams going off to play in tournaments in a three-day Thursday, Friday, Saturday tournament – they're going to be playing these games at, on their home court or, or maybe nearby. So uh, if you couldn't get to, oh, let's say if you were a fan of the Fayetteville Lady Bulldogs and they go down and play in the Sander Meadows tournament down in Duncanville, Texas every year, well, this year, they're, and you couldn't go see them down, you, you probably might not drive down there to go see them. Well, this year, Fayetteville's going to have to play, th- fill those games with games at home or maybe – and they're going to be – or at least within the state of Arkansas. Correct. So you would get a ch- more of a chance to see them play than you would uh, if they were going on these away tournaments. That's true. Well, and, and you just said it. A lot of teams nowadays, you know, especially like over the Christmas holiday Correct. specifically, you know, a lot of times they've gone to even to different states to yep. go find – because they want different competition. They don't want to play teams – that they might possibly run into maybe in postseason sure, or sure. something. So they want to go test themselves. So you might see some really good matchups, Paul. You you could see some Farmington against uh, Fayetteville. Farmington Fayetteville. Against Fayetteville. Yeah, and, and or, you know, Farmington against Conway and, uh, and you know, that kind of thing. Yes. So you could see some really, really good matchups. And, I, you know, uh, Rick, you and I have talked about this. Now, the girls ain't scared. They now, the, the boys might be scared. Yeah, they're a little know, bit apprehensive. Yeah, they the might be ain't. scared, but the girls ain't scared, and they'll, the top teams will play each other, and the girls, you can count on that. And that's 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 a good thing for basketball. See, in oh. basketball, I mean, it's not like football for where it's a numbers game. The numbers dominate. But, man, I'd love to see a Valley Springs against uh, yes. Farmington. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, against Fable. Absolutely. Or, or a Magnolia, you know, come up here, yeah. you know, with their, you know, really good team, boys team, come, you know, come up here yeah. and play a, a Fayetteville or a, a, you know, or a Harbor or something like that. Well, you, you hit it on the head. Northside. Uh, specifically, we, we get a 6A team, uh, get to play a good 3A team. Yeah. We might not never, you know, in, in regular times even get that opportunity because – 
they'd be kind of going their way and the other team would go theirs. Well, I'll tell you right now, Paul, now, if, I, if I had a chance to see, and I don't know how good they are this year, but get a chance to see an Izzard County come up here and play a north side or something like that, sure, I'd be yeah. all about that. Oh, for sure. Well, and, and uh, something a couple of coaches we, we and I discussed is everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's yep. looking for opponents. So there, there's no high, there won't be any hiding. They'll say, hey, we got an open date here. Can you play? Sure, let's go. Well, and basketball teams going to have this same situation too, Rick and Paul, where they're going to have to cancel games, and that's where you you may see some, you yes. know, some some matchups that maybe aren't on, on the schedule. You know, the coaches. Hey, what about say, fr- what about Friday? What, how, how you looking Friday? Exactly. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's do that. So um, again, I, I you know you hate it that they're not going to get to go play these tournaments because I know teams. You know, a coach like a Vic Rimmer will say, you know, us going down to Texas playing that's a good bonding experience for our sure. team, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I know they're going to miss that, but I'm going to tell you, as a basketball fan, I think this is a good thing. You could see some going to get to see some really good matchups. I think. Taking a negative, turn it into a positive. Absolutely. At lemons to lemonade, man, all day long. That's it. Since I can't have a state fair this year and get a, get a corny dog and lemonade, I'm making it right here. How about a deep-fried Oreo? Oh, I'd be all about it. I'd be all about <laughs> it about right now. So don't forget uh, the, the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette will have uh, what we hope are previews of games that are actually going to be played Friday uh, in the Friday edition in the prep rally preview section. And uh, I've got a, a, a Paul. Thanks to Paul Boyd, he tossed me a, a good story this week that I was able to write. Um, kind of give you a little teaser here. Um, if you have not heard of Daryl Kadich down at Cedarville, you need to pick up big Friday's time. paper. He's a big time player down there. Um, 6'1", 190 pounds. Uh, just as soon run over you as he does would around you. Four four sport uh, sport standout down there. But the thing that a lot of people don't know is he was raised in a family of eight adopted children in this family and wow. uh what a what a story that turned out what to a be. what a wonderful family I'm what, telling a, what a wonderful people that 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 want to want to raise and have that sort of I'm positive you. uh touch you know positive outlook and want to reach those kids in yes. that way yes i uh, i went down to cedarville last week and, and was able to talk to uh, angie and mark Haddich, the uh the, the mama and papa of this of this uh, huge family. And, uh, the, uh, Rick, I'm going to tell you something that will just uh, – uh, when you hear this, they tried to have their own ch- – well, okay, let me take that back. They are their own. These are their, ch- their own yes. children. They will tell you that. But they tried to start a family for 12 years after they got married. 12 years. No, couldn't, couldn't yeah. you know, whatever. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. So they, they had a, a friend who um, uh, fostered children, said, listen, if you want to adopt – the easiest and quickest way to adopt is to foster kids because oftentimes the kids are in the foster system or yep. uh, come up for adoption. They said, okay, we'd like to do that. So they, they adopted, I mean, sorry, they fostered six kids. They went from zero to six in, in three months. They went from zero to six in Woo. three months. I, I don't know how that equates to terms of a Ferrari or a Maserati or whatever, uh. but that's pretty fast from zero to six in three months. And three of those, and Three of those, no, four of those were all in diapers. Wow. Well, they had they had some action at their house, Woo! didn't they? They did, and then Mark said uh, it's constant chaos, but they love it. That's that's yeah. that's the way they like it. And so, uh, what special uh, people? I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So I asked Daryl, he's because he's a pretty fast kid. I said, did you? Uh, did you work on your speed trying to get to the dinner table before anybody else? He goes, <laughs> when mama calls me to dinner, I know to get there first. If not, there may not be nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, Paul, thank you for throwing that story my way, and uh, hopefully, you uh, the readers out there will out there will find it uh, interesting. And uh, when's it going to appear? Uh, Friday's uh, Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Okay. And, Good stuff. Uh, again, uh, Daryl Cadditch from Cedarville leads the state in rushing right now, six hundred sixty-seven yards in three games. Um, and he's played sparingly in those three games. Only 51 carries to get that. And they're three and zero, right? They're three and zero. Um, and uh, so anyway, that's been you know that's been three blowouts. So he's only played a half you know of, of those games and has 667 yards. So really good kid. And uh, hopefully you'll uh, you'll enjoy that story. Yep. Um, and also don't forget uh, our uh, game of the week this week. We don't know what it's going to be because we we don't know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It. Uh, it might end up being any game. We, we don't know. A game of the week. A game of the week. But uh, Rick Fires and I will bring you the uh, uh, prep rally uh, live on tape uh, on Friday afternoon, and we'll preview something, Rick. We'll, we'll talk about something. So this is this live on tape or is this just on tape? This is live on tape. Okay, all right. Although well, I don't think they use tape anymore. It's, it's digital. So it's <laughs> we're, li- we're, we're live, right? Yeah, uh-huh. we're live. Sort of. Okay. Sort, sort of, of. Sort of live. <laughs> so the, that's been the, this week's edition of Prep Riley the Podcast. I'm Chip Souza. Thanks for Rick Fires and Paul Boyd and our special guest Jody Grant of Bentonville for being on with us. Ricky, we say it every week. Wear your mask. Wear your Wear mask. Your do it and do it for... The kids. And it ain't about you. It's about the kids. Listen to those wise words from Rick Fires. They don't come very often. Wise <laughs> and Rick. You don't say that in the same in the same sentence very often, but wise words from Ricky Fires. Wear your mask. Do it for the kids. It ain't about you. Just do it. We'll catch you next time on Prep Rally, the podcast. <laughs>